All right, 54 days, best election coverage available on your radio dial. Thank you for being with us. Greatest political jujitsu moves ever. Now on steroids and human growth hormone. Uh, we have video of two migrant buses arriving outside of Vice President Kamala Harris's Naval Observatory residence in Washington, D.C., uh, courtesy of Governor Greg Abbott of Texas. Then you have Florida Governor Ron DeSantis sending two planes of illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts, you know, sanctuary state, sanctuary city supporters. Uh, the Democrats are reacting, saying this is evil and this is inhumane. Let's see. Let's watch. Let's observe how long it is before they all become racist by their own definition and want to remove the illegal immigrants from their cities and their towns. Let's let's see how fast that happens. Uh, and by the way, we're talking about dozens and dozens of people. We're not talking about what border states like Texas and Arizona have been dealing with, millions of people. Um, we've seen this now in Washington, D.C. Muriel Bowser calling a state of emergency, demanding the National Guard and demanding $50 million from the federal government to deal with the problem of of illegal immigrants being bused to the uh, sanctuary area of Washington, D.C. Uh, I, I love Lori Lightweight in Chicago. These illegal immigrants were sent there, and she put them in buses herself and sent them out, right out of the city. I guess that makes her racist. I guess that makes her evil and inhumane, too. Uh, the Illinois governor has issued a disaster proclamation, deployed the National Guard because of buses of migrants uh, from Texas arriving in Chicago and New York City, the new mayor, Adams, who brags about, you know, the compassionate sanctuary uh, status of New York City. Uh, he says it's now at the breaking point with the arrival of all these illegal immigrants uh, at the border, though. Look at what look what we're dealing with again. Remember Del Rio, uh, Texas, what they were dealing with. Well, now we're back. It's 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 all happening again in El Paso. Shocking photos you know, thousands of migrants sleeping on border city streets. Now it, it looks like a, a third world country. No sanitation at all whatsoever. Um, why shouldn't uh, think about this? That is great political jujitsu. You say it's OK. They're, everyone's screaming at, you know, Governor Abbott and what they must do. Joe Biden is letting them in. He's aiding and abetting the law breaking. He is giving preferential treatment to illegal immigrants. There's no there's no COVID test. There's no background check. There's no vaccine mandate. There's no means testing whether people can take care of themselves or not. Uh, there's no background check in terms of radical association. None of this is taking place. But they say, you know, they're, they're now insisting what that that these states take care of all these people that Joe Biden is trafficking into the country, allowing to tra be trafficked into the country. So anyway, lawmakers in Massachusetts were tasked with caring for these migrants uh, yesterday when Ron DeSantis sent the planes to Martha's Vineyard. Uh, and on Wednesday, Democratic lawmakers are voicing their criticism online after they were forced to act swiftly to provide them shelter and food and blankets and other necessities. Uh, Representative Dylan Fernandez, a local lawmaker, represents Martha's Vineyard, as well as Falmouth, Nantucket, and other areas said on social media that DeSantis had sent the migrants to gain cheap political points. No. You claim that you're, you're a sanctuary 
safe place for illegal immigrants. We're not. They're yours. You asked for them, you got them. I mean, it just it makes perfect sense. It doesn't have to be evil and humane. You know, Representative uh, Fernandez uh, describing the migrant drop-off as evil and inhumane. It doesn't have to be evil and inhumane. They were treated well on the plane. They were, they were comfortable on the, on the plane ride over. And guess who has a palatial waterfront mansion? A short stop from where all these new migrants are being, you know, housed now. None other than Joe Biden's good buddy, Barack Obama. He's got plenty of room. He could t- I'm sure he could take in a couple of dozen illegal immigrants. Lead by example. You believe in sanctuary status? Show us. Anyway, he's got, what, 29.3 waterfront acres near uh, in Martha's Vineyard. Pretty impressive estate for the Obamas. Built in 2001, they got seven bedrooms, eight bathrooms, a powder room, also boasting of an elegant master suite, complete with a fireplace, two guest wings, two-car garage, sun deck, boathouse, and a pool. We have those migrants. Maybe they can bunk some of them on Obama's property. Maybe we can set up a couple of tent cities on the property. I'm sure that they'll be only too happy to help. All Joe has to do is ask. The office of Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker confirming with Fox News Digital that it was aware of the situation. Local lawmakers provided short-term shelter to the migrants. Well, this is what border states have been dealing with, and they've been yelled at and lectured at. And now Kamala Harris refuses to go to the border. So this morning when she woke up, she discovered the border came to her. And two migrant buses from Del Rio, Texas, arrived at Kamala Harris's residence at the Naval Observatory. 100 people picked up at Eagle Pass, sent by Texas Governor Greg Abbott, including migrants from Venezuela, uh, Uruguay, Colombia, Mexico. Multiple migrants asking, you know, asked by Fox News Digital, said they think the border's open, contrary to what Harris said the other day. Kind of negates what she said with Chucky Todd. Eric Adams says the, the busloads of migrants have brought New York City shelters to their breaking point. How is it that all of a sudden, all these people lecturing Texas, Arizona, now when it's in their backyard, now it's the problem. Now they have to take care of the people. You mean the way Texas has had to bear this burden, it, to this year alone, only a million one illegal immigrants showing up at the Texas border. Uh, so now you, they're only getting a small taste of what Texas and Arizona and other border states are dealing with and facing a population explosion in New York City's shelter system. The arrival of 11,000 migrants had the shelter system nearing its breaking point, the new mayor of New York has said. Well, guess who sent the overwhelming majority of those migrants? By the way, it wasn't Greg Abbott, wasn't Ron DeSantis. Plane loads of underage migrants are being flown secretly into suburban New York in an effort by President Biden's administration to resettle them across the region. Why don't they call Joe Biden? Because, uh, and Rob Astorino is the first person to point this out to us, former Westchester County, I guess, chairman was his position. And he pointed out these 2 a.m., 4 a.m. flights were coming into Westchester Airport, a relatively obscure airport, because they didn't want to fly them into Kennedy and LaGuardia where they would be noticed. You know, county commissioner in Martha's Vineyard said, you know, he would love for Martha's Vineyard to be an immigrant haven. Okay, well, now we're helping you achieve your goal and your dream. Now deal with it.
Now understand what every other border state has been going through. And not even you're not even beginning to de- understand it. D.C. Mayor Bowser declaring a public health emergency, demanding 50 million dollars. They're all calling up the National Guard. They can't take it. They can't handle it. Joe Biden caused this. Now they're lying about it. They're, they're lying to such an a, unbelievable degree. There's an interesting piece in the New York Post today. The Biden administration scuttled Haiti's plan for free elections and backed this de facto dictator in exchange for his willingness to accept deportees, according to America's former envoy for the country, Daniel Foote. The Biden appointed former U.S. special envoy to Haiti said the administration has supported Dr. Ariel Henry who took power as both acting prime minister and acting president after the assassination of the previous president because he was willing to accept Haitian migrants who have rushed to the U.S. border. He's still not sending them back in large enough degrees. There's a New York Post editorial today about sanctuary screams. Democrats, the media, they're suddenly all, you know, alarmed that illegal immigrants are turning sanctuary cities like D.C., Chicago, New York into unofficial border towns. Never mind the pain in the actual border towns is so much more dramatic and so much bigger. Migrants now have transformed D.C. into an unofficial border town. A Washington Post story lamented last week about all the newcomers being sent by uh, Governor Abbott, Governor Ducey, Governor DeSantis. Democratic representatives Eleanor Holmes Norton and and others are calling the $50 million in federal funding for sanctuary cities to cope with the new arrivals while slamming these governors. How rich suddenly when cities that end, you know, that that don't support the laws of the land and support Biden trafficking and having being involved in human trafficking and not enforcing our laws. And uh, which, by the way, would be unconstitutional, probably impeachable. His name was Trump. You know, now all of a sudden they want to race to federal law and say we need to enforce the laws. Oh, so how soon will it be until they all become racist and want to get rid of all of these illegal immigrants because they can't afford it? Millions of illegal border crosses swamping across border communities for 20 months. And the silence from the media mob and Democrats has been deafening. Now they're being resettled in their areas and they don't like it one bit and they think it's inhumane and they think it's mean and unfair. Well, you're just getting this. These are your policies. You bought them. You sold them. Now own them. It's really that simple. Pretty unbelievable. It's actually pretty funny to me. Kamala Harris got roasted today for traveling to promote a climate or, or the administration's climate policy. He's flying to Buffalo, New York to promote the administration's action on climate change. And she's flying there using one of, you you may not know this, we've discussed it in the past. We have, between jets and helicopters, the federal government that flies people, not only the president, the vice president, but all these cabinet officials and all these other people, they use them all the time. You pay for all of those private jets, you pay for all of those helicopters, and they use them all of the time. Now, she's being criticized because she's going to a climate change conference in Buffalo, New York. And to do so, she's creating one big fat carbon footprint to get there. Now, the difference is I like airplanes. 
I think they're the coolest things in the world. You get to go from New York to California in, what, six hours. Not bad. You fly back because you have a good tailwind. You can get back in five hours. Not bad. Pretty cool, pretty cool advancement of the human condition. But these hypocrites, all of a sudden, you know, uh, they don't want to be challenged on this repulsive hypocrisy. But they're going to lecture you that you ought to spend twenty-two grand more and buy an electric vehicle and, and give up your gas-powered vehicle. They don't tell you that Mother Earth is pillaged in the process to get these rare minerals and you know nickel and cobalt and manganese. I don't even know what half these things are. But they use heavy equipment. They use diesel fuel to mine them and pillage Mother Earth. And then when you charge the battery that they make for your electric vehicle, uh, guess what? That comes from an electric grid, 90% of which is from fossil fuels. Oh, so how does that help the environment? You see how stupid all this is? I'm not saying one day we can't get there. But we're not there now, and we're not there in the in the... In the near future, the near future being defined as the next two decades. So until then, we ought to be energy independent. Until then, we should be energy dominant and be the richest country on the face of the earth. Solve the inflation problem, price of gas problem, heating and cooling problem, the price of transporting all goods and services to the stores that you go to would lower the price of everything. But they're too stupid. They'd rather import oil from Iran OPEC, Saudi Arabia, and Venezuela. The dumbest people running government. In 54 days, you can fix that. Port Authority, New York police officer James Kennelly, he passed away in 2017. He passed away from 9-11 related cancer developed from his search and recovery efforts at the World Trade Center following the terrorist attacks. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation, they're committed to ensuring uh, America keeps its vow to never forget 9-11, keeps the memory of heroes like Officer Kennelly alive. The Foundation's 9-11 Never Forget Mobile Exhibit is a tribute to everybody that lost their lives that day or died from related illnesses. It's a high-tech tractor-trailer. It transforms into a museum. It's almost been in all 50 states, all throughout Canada. And it's welcomed around the nation, and you get a guided tour FDNY firefighters have first-hand accounts. You'll learn about what happened that day from the people that were there. Over 600,000 people have viewed this so far. Uh, you can find out when it's coming to a city near you, and you can help out the Tunnel to Towers Foundation and join all of us and committing to $11 a month by going to their website, the letter T, the number 2, the letter T.org. The letter T, number 2, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. <laughs> 